afternoon everybody and welcome to one life live it podcast episode six thank you so much for the beatles for introducing us and bringing us through here today um for episode six i am incredibly blessed to be here today with my good friend and life nudger susan Hilland. nudge nudge uh bring you up to a little story so many years ago uh we have shared so many coffees over the years and they became incredible chats. And then what I felt needed to be shared. So the birth of coffee chat came from our life nudges. And what I mean by that was that these were opportunities for us to really connect, to share, and to really kind of keep ourselves in line a little bit and really, uh, I think, really amp up what was special in our lives and re-recognize those kind of things. So from those chats became coffee chat and then coffee chat really exploded. And I thought it was just an incredible opportunity to really build a community, uh, especially during uh, our worldwide pause. And from coffee chat, we have now had the birth of what I love. And that's this podcast, uh, One Life, Live It. So ultimately, the creator of One Life, Live It is Susan Galant and she's here today. Wow. Well, I'm so grateful to have played a role in helping nudge you to bring this to fruition. And you certainly have. And that is the birth of where we are to today. Our coffee chats, our life nudges have led to our coffee chats on Facebook and our coffee chats worldwide. And they have created a community that is now spawned one life living. So that's where we are to and that's where we are. And this is episode six and the official joining of Susan Glenn. We have been here before, uh, many of which you do not know about, but this is the official one and one that I hope will not be the last. Uh, so thank you so much for joining us again Thanks here today, or joining me, joining me and us that are out there. So um, we talk about life nudges. I want this podcast uh, to be about life nudging. And what I mean by that is that we tend to uh, have so many special things that are happening within our lives on a daily basis. And we're not aware of them. We're not tuned in. You know, we really don't have our antennas up. And we sometimes let a bad moment uh, cause a bad day or, or identify as a bad day. And I believe that every day we are nudged along. We are intercepted. We are kind of bumped back on track. And then sometimes because of that, because of the lack of a nudge, we don't get ourselves back on track. And sometimes it can become cyclical and find ourselves really out of touch with what truly is reality. And I am so blessed to have life nudges in my life. You being one, what I believe to be a true one, um, has really made me aware of when I fall off the rails. And what I call that is is that we're all on a, on, a, on a journey. We're all on, on what I call the tracks of life. 
And sometimes we get knocked off. And I think that you've shared some powerful things along our way in our conversations that has really helped me to get back on the rails. And what I think I've helped other people kind of get back on the rails. And I think that it's time for us to kind of just really share those as to what has happened. Maybe there's been a time in your life when, when you've got knocked off. Yeah. I mean, if anyone saw my initial story about, you know, my story about, uh, my failed marriage and moving home with my girls and my journey as a single mom. Um, that was definitely one time in my life when I was really knocked for a loop and I kind of stayed down there off the rails a little longer than I would have liked. But then I met you <laughs> and realized we had, a, we shared a love of books and personal mm -hmm. development. Yeah. And then these coffee chats started happening and it's neat because I really think that because you're in my life and we have these chats, I'm nudging you, you're nudging me, and we're sort of keeping each other on the rails because life happens, right? And um, little things can happen that can kind of throw you again. You're almost reliving the big life moments, but they're smaller, but they still make you feel like you're a little on uneven ground. I guess you could say. I think we get the invites every day or we put the invites out there and we don't recognize the invites that are there for us. And I have become more aware of those invites, those, those 10 minutes, those 15, those hours of opportunities to really share and engage and be more present in the moment. That's why it's called a gift. It's why it's called the present. And I, and I, now I cherish those. Now I say thank you. Now I may even send that little late night text and say, hey, you know, I'm real grateful to have uh, you in my life. I got one and yesterday. You thank got you. one yesterday. <laughs> and, uh, you know, those are important because I'm really more in tune now with the life nudges that happen. I understand when somebody reaches out and I hope that they understand that when I reach out to them, that there's an action there. And, and, and I think that there's a giving sense. And I think those are special, special moments. I really do. I believe that life nudges are so important in our lives. You know, if I can go a little sciencey for a minute, and yeah, I don't absolutely. know exactly the term for it, but by nature, we naturally go out and we look for things that confirm, is it cognitive bias? Yes. That confirm what we believe to be true so let's say you're shopping for a new car mm. and it's going to be a prius god i love that prius that would be cool <laughs> and all of a sudden now you're seeing that almost every car that's passing by is a prius it's because they were all there before you just didn't see them so the same thing applies when you wake up in the morning and you think oh gosh what's going to happen today or it's monday it's going to be a bad day or it's going to be a long day you're going to go throughout the entire day. Your brain subconsciously is going to go throughout the whole day, finding reasons to make that. So to Very believe much. that's true. And the thing is, is it filters out anything that is the opposite of that too. So likewise in the reverse, if you wake up every morning and you think to yourself, Today's a good day. I'm really loved mm -hmm. by a lot of people. Yeah. Then you'll go through your day and things will happen to you almost like serendipities or coincidences, but they won't be. They were there before and they would have happened, but you never would have seen it or felt it if you hadn't woken up 
in the morning and, and made that your, your first thought. And at first it feels like a lie. Yeah. It's like, no, it's not going to be a great day because you know, my, maybe your friend passed away yesterday or maybe your kids are not doing so great. Or, you know, maybe you've got other things that are happening that are not so hot, Mm -hmm. but if you wake up in the morning and you decide that that's the reason that, that because of everything that's happening around you, it's going to be a bad day. Then guess what? Other bad things are going to happen and you won't even realize it. And you may be causing some of it because of all this negative energy that you have around you, anything positive that might come into your life, law of attraction is going to be repelled and anything negative is going to be naturally attracted to you. It's going to be magnified. Yeah. Um, the part of your brain, the reticular activator, is, is what really in, uh, intertwines us, keeps us together. Uh, I believe that ultimately we are energy. We are energy that is being shared in, on a daily basis and, and, and minute by minute. All over the world, I believe that we are truly, truly connected with energy. And we have, if we have ever seen that, we have seen it in the pause that we are going through right now and that we are experiencing. That's truly where the energy has been shared. And we do that every day. We wake up and we share our energy. We have to be cognizant of what energy we are sharing. Um, you know, you've shared many a times some of the things that you do to really try to magnify the day that you're going to have. And I think those are special because sometimes we think it's, it's, it's an amazingly complicated process and it truly, truly isn't on really how to start and really engage your day. Yeah. So for me, I like to keep it super simple because that way I'm more likely to see it through and do the things. And what's interesting is since I've been doing this kind of personal work for like the last four years, Mm -hmm. some of it's become automatic and I'm doing it and not even realizing that I'm doing it. Like, for example, the first thing I do when I get up is make my bed. But that's hard though, isn't it? It is. It's like, why am I even going to make it? I'm getting in it later. (laughs) Maybe I want to go for like a two o'clock nap or something. And then it's made up on a Saturday. You know, why would I want to do that to myself? Exactly. Then I had to haul pillows off. But what it has done for me over the last four years is when my life has felt a little bit unsettling. Mm -hmm. And everybody's life is unsettling. Very much. But when it has felt that way, um, uh, I'll go in and look at my bed and go, well, at least I got that done today. At least that is solid. So the things that I choose to make my daily rituals or routines are things that no matter what happens, because they're not dependent on anybody else, I'm going to do those things. And so every day I feel like I've got sort of a solid base or like, like, you know, you know, you think, picture a willow tree, right? Mm-hmm. And you know how they're all, there's lots in Bowering Park and they're all yeah. kind of just there and it, the wind comes up and it whips them around, but they never fall over because they've got roots that go even deeper yes. than the branches that are, that are whipping around them. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel that way sometimes because, and the more I do it, the deeper those roots go. So real bad stuff can happen in my life. And I don't feel like it's knocked me over completely. It's it hurts sometimes. It's scary mm, life. It's beautiful because you never it's, you don't know what's coming down the pike. No. But as long as you have that solid sense that uh, no matter what happens, I'm going to keep doing these things, and it's going to keep me 
on course and keep me on track. And you've shared that with me in the sense that, you know, it's not the it's not the soil or the or the rain or the water or the sun that really makes the trees grow and, and become strong. It's the roots. It's the roots that hold them strong in the winds and the, and the storms and those kind of things and the seasons of winter and fall. And you sharing that with me has, has made it so um, eye-opening to understand the power in the roots, the power of foundation, the power of family and friends and circle. And I think that's so cool. You know, the making of the bed is, is, is an indication that you are in control of starting your day. And at the end of the day, no matter how momentous that day may have been and i say momentous because and i'm not really even sure if that's a word but i'm going to use it um <laughs> that the series of bad moments do not make up a bad day and no matter what the series of moments give us throughout that day you're always going to come home to a made bed and i think that's kind of cool too in itself that the day starts and the day ends the same way that you begin it yeah and the funny thing is, is if you could if you had a crystal ball and you knew everything that was going to happen in that day yeah. that might be bad you might be able to avoid all those things but it's much but that's trying to control your exterior environment and that is not an empowering place to be no. even if we could predict what's going to happen today or a week from now or a month from now or a year from now it wouldn't help because other things would happen too that we had no control over so building yourself from the inside out is absolutely the key. So one of the things that we discussed um, is that, you know, weeks ago I touched on something that I believe that in this worldwide pause, and that's what I call it. I call it a pause. I call it a break. I call it a step back uh, before we can take the step forward. Uh, and the time that we have gone through in the last uh, slightly over a year and a half, and I say this worldwide because we can all now relate to it. I don't need to give it a name. I don't need to give it a number. We know what we're talking about in this very moment. In that worldwide pause that we went through, there was a creation of what I, what I label the fear phenomenon. And due to that fear phenomenon, we have seen so many people get knocked off the rails. But in a sense, though, this worldwide pause has also brought us together. And there's good in that. And then there may be some challenges because of that. And what are some of the things that we shared when we talked about the fact that we have been brought together and now we're starting to come out of that tunnel? You know, we're on the track, we're on the rails, we've been kept on the rails. We can see the light at the end of the tunnel. But now as we come out, I think we're going to face some more challenges, some that we need to be more aware of because we came together and now the struggle would be to stay together. Yeah, so we had a great chat about this yes, the did. other day. Um, my thoughts are that the the great pause gave us all, and, and I'll say the word, I don't, COVID. Mm. Um, it's, it was something that happened to all of us. All of us. All at the same time. At the same time. And so therefore, when we looked around, everyone was struggling with the same thing and we could see it. Yeah. So all of a sudden we have a feeling like we're all in this together. It's sort of this sense of, um, okay, you know, Steve is struggling with COVID and so am I, and so yeah. is my mom and so is my sister. And, and it's just, it kind of gave us a sense of belonging in a weird way mm. because suddenly everyone else had struggles too. The, what I can kind of see happening is that once we are on the other side of this, 
there's this feeling that there's this light at the end of the tunnel and everything's going to get back and be better. Mm. And I think in many ways it will, there's no risk that we're going to lose people to this disease anymore. Um, That fear is gone, but we're all going to return back or we can return back depending on which way we want to go. We can return back to the way we were before, but if you're anything like me, the way I was before was my struggles. I thought I was the only one that had them. Mm-hmm. So it's a very lonely feeling to feel like you're struggling. And, you know, the other, I used to, back when I was sort of in my depression after I left and moved home with my kids and it was very difficult. They were younger, eight and four. And it was, every day was a challenge. Going to the grocery store was a challenge. And I, felt like every I'd see all these happy families and happy couples and I think to myself well they have a great life oh look at them isn't that sweet look they're all dressed alike I mean I I and Facebook was like everybody's sort of highlight reel and I spent a little too much time on that scrolling and comparing my life to everybody else's and thinking everyone had it better than me but in reality, once I started really thinking about it and also get coming and being more open about what I was struggling with, talking to people like you, talking to other people, I realized, gosh, we're all struggling with something. For sure. We all have stuff that's happening, but we don't realize it until we start sharing and talking about it and being vulnerable. But the thing about the COVID is that everybody went through that together. So now, are we able to take that collective thought that, we are all struggling with something. Now that we know that COVID threw us all for a loop, are we able to take that into the next part, this this recovery phase or whatever? And are we able to keep that knowledge that we're all going through something together? That would be, I, I that would be, I believe, the gift of COVID. If there is one, because there's, you know, people have lost people. It's- and we don't diminish that, but I think that this, there, there has to be a gift. Gotta find it. There has to be. And I think that would be the gift to the world, which would be uh, gratitude and appreciation. Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, for the planet that we live on. Um, you know, it has been beautiful to see nature really come more to life again. And I think that is so cool as well. But just just to understand that the beauty and the place that we live. Now, that's the planet. But then the, the place that we live within ourselves and the community that we live in and the worldwide community we live in, that we came through this together and we're coming out of this together. But I think we're going to see a challenge. And the challenge is going to be that there is going to be a percentage of us that is going to take this gift and make a better journey along the way now. And there are going to be other people that will take this gift and not open it up and not unwrap it and hold tight to it, hold tight to it in a panic state in the sense that they will now, now becomes this, this world of comparison now becomes this, you know, this challenge that way. And I think that's in a sense going to be something that's going to be hard to overcome. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's that for me, it's that sense of, uh, disconnect Mm -hmm. that you feel when you think that you're the things that are happening in your life are worse than everybody else's things and COVID made us all feel like we had that common thread and that we were all together and is it gonna make when we come out of it and we all start living our separate lives again how do we how can we stay connected to one another 
in our struggles. Yeah, that becomes the challenge, you know, as we go forward, um, for sure. And, you know, as we bring out and we share our highlights and those kind of things that that are going to find their way on social media, how are we going to handle the comparisons? How are we going to handle those things that come our way and we start to do the comparisons that are there for us? Yeah, uh, that's the question. So what do you have any ideas? For me, it's going to be sticking with my routine. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of those things that I didn't mention, which is really, I notice a huge difference when I'm not drinking water. And we are so blessed. If there's one thing we can all get up, or actually not all of us in Newfoundland and Labrador have running water. And mm-hmm. that's a shame in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we can get there. Yeah. But um, if you wake up and you can turn on your tap and clean water comes out, yeah. you're blessed because not everybody even in our province has that. Yeah. So that drink your water, uh, it eliminates that brain fog. It helps you be clearer and, and feel better. And every day we have an opportunity to choose what we listen to, what we watch, what we read, what we take into our bodies. And you have shared on so many occasions with me, the, the, the power in, in a podcast, in a book, uh, in an inspiration, you know, I call it uh, the car university, but some of those things that are incredibly yeah. special that way. And I think that, you know, as we start our day with the, with the bed making, as we go throughout our day, how powerful is that for you? Oh yeah. It's, it's, it is essential. It's mm-hmm. as essential to my life as the air that I breathe. Mm-hmm keeping um also my exercise routine i work out monday wednesday friday i go to uh, orange theory mm-hmm. i really like a little yeah. plug there because i love it mm-hmm. it's, it's a great program um and i do try to get out and walk every other day as well movement is really important but um also i think that i, I was actually just thinking this today mm-hmm. when i was on the treadmill i was thinking the what movement does is it gets you out of your head and into your body mm-hmm. and it starts you can start feeling oh my, my calf is cramping up yeah. or oh but it also allows you to be more aware of what's happening when you feel certain feelings mm-hmm. oh I have a pit in my stomach why am I anxious right now sometimes I don't even know yeah. but then when I really think about it oh it's because my daughter has her license test coming up and I'm really anxious for that but I have no control over that. So we move through it, but yeah. yeah. So it's the, it's the day to day things and they're teeny tiny things that you can do. Just move, drink water, make your bed. And I promise you, if anybody was to do that for 30 days, just do that. Mm-hmm. You would see a big difference in, in how you're feeling. And incredible because really that's all it takes to, for us to make a habit is the little process of doing those one things to start a day, doing those one things throughout the day, being conscious of that, being conscious of what's coming into ourselves and, and those kind of things. I think we we have maybe one little challenge that we could probably touch on, and that may be the COVID hangover and how we may be able to to move beyond that. I don't know if we'll have an answer for that right now, but I think that's something to be aware of, that as we pursue beyond this, that there may be that little COVID hangover because we came through this together 
And now we may, and, we, and not only did we come to this together, we became united and we became mm-hmm. united against a common enemy, yep. an enemy in health and an en- enemy in mental health and all those things. Yeah. We became united. And now as we come through this, we will find ourselves back to battling our own um, struggles. struggles again. And I yeah. think that that's the key now is that I think the COVID hangover, and you may agree on this, uh, is, is, the importance of staying together and staying staying vocal and staying connected. And I think that's where I want this journey to be with us. That's where I want this one life to be with us is to stay connected and the power in doing so. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, everybody talked about COVID Mm. and it was okay because it was something that was totally out of our control. And we, it, it allowed us to collectively share the feelings that we had around it. But what if we applied that same thing to, um, I don't know, postpartum depression? Mm, yeah. What if people talked more about that? What if, and I'm not talking in a support group kind of way. I'm talking about coffee with your friend, yeah. Steve, and hey, I'm dealing with this right yeah. now. Ooh, that's hard, you know? And I think talking more about our struggles without worrying that, someone's going to judge us. I think that's the only reason we don't share yeah. is because we're worried either that people are going to judge us or that we're going to be seen as complainers. And I think that now the, the no excuse um, has lifestyle has become more prevalent. I think the, the, you know, our greatest addiction is talking about our issues and talking about our problems. And I really believe that now that needs to be pushed to the way to the wayside. I don't think it's, it's as easy to use that as an excuse anymore. I think right now the, the playing field has been cleared. Uh, you know, we don't have anything more to retreat from now. Uh, the openness is okay. It's okay to discuss things as opposed to in the past it was it was shunned upon. And I think right now it's okay. And I think that's the gift that we grab onto that as we come out of the tunnel, as we come out of our pause, as we break through the, the phenomenon of fear, as we get over the COVID hangover, it is important. I think the lesson is now to truly, truly stay connected, to stay connected, to be in, to, to be in, t- in, in tune with our life nudgers in our life, to, to be yeah. aware of those and and to really continue to share those times uh with each other um i'm hoping that this is not going to be and i'm fairly certain that this is not going to be a one-off i want us to uh take the opportunity to have susan here a number of times i believe that it'll be an incredible opportunity for us uh it is the uh the original og she is for me as a life nudger and i'm (laughs) thankful uh that she's just been able to share some of her insights and i would love to see that uh, this makes a, a continuous uh, appearance. So we're going to also ask you too that if you have any challenges that may uh, that you may be struggling with, or something that you would love to see discussed, or something that may be prevalent in your life right now, that please just leave an opportunity uh, or, or some of those in the comments below, and that for us will be something that we may be able to guide forward with in the future. And I think that that would be something that would be uh, really cool, and certainly feel comfortable in doing so. You can uh, DM me. Uh, you can leave it in the comments below, or you can certainly leave a message uh, as to anything that you would be uh, loving to see us uh, discuss in the future. So at this time, I always love asking questions no. when I get an opportunity to chat. 
And uh, I don't get that opportunity today. No. I think that you have stolen the questions. I have stolen the questions because he gets to ask everybody questions and he never has to answer the questions. And we never get to see what the questions are before he asks them. So no. I'm going to ask you some questions this time. Way to go. Let's fire away. Okay. I already talked about my ideas of what would make people's lives easier, little tiny mm -hmm. things. Yeah. What's one idea you think we can implement today that would make your life just a little more easy? Um, I might have a couple because I think they're all a little kind of intertwined a little bit together. So um, I'd love to see everybody just stay, have a little bit of patience, have a little bit of uh, kind of slow things down a little bit. And um, so just kind of people a little patient, but not necessarily with the people around them. I think people need to have a little patience with themselves. Oh, gosh, yeah. And um, and ultimately, I would love to see people live in a life of gratitude. Um, part of this One Life Lipid podcast is all about recognizing the gratitude that you can have. And when you live a life of gratitude, you really will eliminate that anxiety in your life and, and those depressing moments that you may be struggling with. So I would love to see people just a little bit more gracious that would be good yeah. that would self-compassion is so important very much you can't beat yourself up into becoming a better version of yourself it doesn't yeah. work that way you have to love where you're at mm. and then you can move forward <laughs> yeah um what's your superpower whoa <laughs> super guy uh, i think right now and again as i touch on um um the gratitude attitude that I've certainly had. Um, but I think it's to become a, my, right now, my, my power would be, um, would to be a little bit more present in the moment and to yeah. really, uh, to really recognize time a little bit more than what I used to. Um, I think it, I gave the time away too many times uh, to things that really just weren't that important and i think when i liken my life a number of years ago to the collapse of my bookshelf and the books that uh, mirrored <laughs> things in my life i'm more precious now to the time that i have and uh to the time that i have in front of me um that i'm a little bit more present in the moment so that would probably be a superpower that i'm that i'm holding on to right now so okay so What's your kryptonite then? Without a doubt, it's a tin of pineapple crush. <laughs> pineapple crush. And, uh, and yeah, a, it and could a, take you down. And a Mars bar. That's it. That does it right there. Then. <laughs> and how about a little uh, OTP? Top, oh, yeah. Road yeah, I'm give a shout out to Thompson Road Pizzeria, <laughs> local pizzeria for me, and the uh, the Babino, not Bambino, Babino. <laughs> so yeah, that that'll take me down every time. All of it three together, I'm out for the day. So that's my so. Uh, when we first met, I know you were an avid reader, and I thought yes. that was super cool. Yes. And you're obviously still reading. What's your favorite book? I'm going to say for the last couple of years, it's been The 5 a.m. Club by Ron Sharma. Um, it's, uh, it's been a great book, and uh, it's been a really good place for me as to um, when I was able to read it and uh, to really embrace it. Uh, I traveled with it. Uh, it's not about getting up at 5 a.m. And, and all the things are intertwined with that. It really is a true life mantra. And um, yeah, it's, it's it would be my current favorite book. I haven't certainly. read that yet. Yeah, it's not, you're really going to have to try that one. So. Last one. Yep. This is the toughest because I, I had a hard time with this. You know what's coming. Yeah. Tell me something about you that no one knows. I don't know about that. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's that tough. Um, I am going to say that not a lot of people know this because 
There is a small one that not a lot of people know about, but this one certainly has to do with I wanted to be a marine biologist. What? I wanted to be a marine biologist. Now, this is coming from a guy who doesn't really know how to swim that well. <laughs> and I really wanted to swim with sharks, save the whales. Oh, cool. Um, surf with the orcas uh, and the, uh, the killer whales. Um, but I really wanted to be a marine biologist, and a 10-year education got in the way of that. Um, but I did swim with sharks. I did swim awesome. with sharks, and I did pop down in the cage and swim with sharks. Talk about leaping into your, leaping out of your comfort zone. I yeah. mean, not everybody can say they did that. No, for sure, for sure. So I am uh, so thankful again today that uh, you stopped by and uh, joined us uh, on our podcast. Um, and uh, I'm okay with the questions. I'm okay that the uh, that I was put on the stand, so to speak, <laughs> and uh, put to the grill. I'm hoping that this is not a one-off. I'm hoping that there's an opportunity for yeah, uh, you to continue. And we certainly look for you to share any uh, opportunities uh, for us to discuss further in the comments below uh, as well. Um, we are live on YouTube, Apple, iTunes, Google, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, Alexa, and iHeartRadio. This has been episode six of One Life Limit Podcast with Susan Gallant. Thank you again so much for joining us. Thank we you, We look everybody. forward to chatting again. You have one life, live it.